What's up, people? It is Saturday, June 10th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. So let's talk. So the big news over the past couple of days is Trump was finally indicted once again um, on the classified documents case. Uh, And of course, Republicans are freaking out. This fool went on his truth social and posted a video of how he's innocent and how could this happen to your favorite president and all of this nonsense. But going through the indictment, it's uh, 37 counts concerning the classified documents. Um, How people can continue to defend this dude, I just, for the life of me, don't understand. Uh, They have him on tape admitting that he knows uh, the documents he has are still classified, that he could have declassified them when he was president, but he didn't. And he knew that they were secret and he shouldn't be showing people. But they have him on tape admitting to showing people classified documents. Uh, That is a crime. Uh, Also, they have surveillance video from Mar-a-Lago of him uh, ordering people to move the boxes around prior to the FBI search of his residence. Um, It's just, it's bad. It's just really bad. And people will talk about, whenever you bring it up, the defense is always... Not necessarily of him, but it's more of the what about ism. Well, Clinton, not Clinton, uh, Joe Biden had documents, Mike Pence had documents. The difference between these issues is when Pence and Biden realized they had classified documents, they turned them over immediately. It took over a year for this fool to return some of them. And he still didn't return all of them and lied to his own lawyers uh, and they signed off saying that they had returned everything uh, back to the Justice Department which they never did. Um, It's just crazy. It's crazy and now you have people talking about a civil war because he has to show up in court on Tuesday to be arraigned and they're talking about a civil war and I don't understand why they would go to jail and die for this dude when he won't do the same for them. This dude has zero loyalty to them. When he was in office before he left, did he pardon the January 6th people? No. You know, some of them, they've done their time, some of them are still there and will still be there. But he's only loyal, well, he's not loyal to anybody, but he wants you to be loyal to him. Um, His former press secretary, Kaylee McEnany was on Fox News, I think last week, and all she said was that he was beating DeSantis in the polls by about 25%. He got mad at her because he said it was closer to 40% or above that. So the fact that she didn't say the percentage was high enough, he got mad at her and berated her. And this is somebody that's been loyal to him forever. But yet, they still support this dude. Uh, you know, now they're talking about Hunter Biden and Hillary Clinton and the corrupt Biden administration. And 
you know, when people, what I realize about his supporters are they are void of facts and reality. The Biden administration did not prosecute him. Merrick Garland did not prosecute him. The indictment comes from a jury of his peers. They held a grand jury, and the people said there's enough evidence for this to go to trial. So Biden didn't have anything to do with that. But yet, all you hear from the Republicans is the corrupt Biden administration, the Biden administration is after him. Uh, they're the ones doing this. And in reality, that's just not how the justice system works. Um, and now, apparently, there have been calls for violence, uh, and they've been releasing information about Mary Garland, his family and kids, Jack Smith, his family and kids, and, you know, stuff like that. And it's just crazy. It, it is absolutely nuts. And what I hope is that they think about what happened with January 6th and how people are still being prosecuted for that to this day. So hopefully that'll give them second thoughts about doing something stupid. But of course you're going to have some lone nutcase or a group of nutcases, proud boys or whatever it may be, um, act a fool, I'm sure. Uh, I doubt that this goes uh, smoothly especially if he goes to trial and if he's convicted. But, in my opinion, if Republicans were smart, this would be the time to abandon this fool altogether. It, it just will be. It, in my opinion, it should be. Um, with all of the stuff surrounding him, it is toxic. If you look at all the people around him, they've been arrested. Uh, Probably what's going to happen is a lot of he, two of his attorneys just quit after they unsealed the indictment yesterday. Because I'm assuming, looking at all the charges and the proof that they have against him, it's going to be hard to defend that. Um, so two of his lead attorneys resigned yesterday. Um, but look at all the other attorneys that worked for him in the past. They a lot of them have been disbarred or sanctioned or lost their job and basically made uh, pretty much a disgrace of their career. Uh, all the support of this dude. And again, I don't understand like these so-called Christians uh, who support him. I don't get it because not one time has he ever apologized or admitted fault for anything. Who wants a leader that can't admit when they're wrong? It's always somebody else's issue. And you're still talking about a rigged election or so-called rigged election from three years ago with zero proof. All it is is your word. Um, you lost 60 plus cases, but yet you're still talking about something three years ago. And then to claim, like in his video after he found out he was being indicted, um, talking about how he's gotten the most votes out of any president ever. If that was the case, you would be president now. That's not the case. You lost. Um, but it, it's going to be a mess over the next few months leading up to the 2024 election. Uh, I'm just 
of executive dude, but hopefully he'll finally get some repercussions for his actions because this is why we're in the position we're in. No one has ever held him accountable. He's never been held accountable for all the nonsense and BS that he's done for all of these years. And hopefully uh, it's catching up with him finally. And we still have the other case um, out of Florida, not Florida, out of uh, Georgia, the uh, election tampering case, which seems like a good case because once again, he's on tape again asking um, the Secretary of State to find votes for him to win. So a lot of these cases seem pretty airtight, which I hope they are, but I'm just sick and tired of this dude and talking about him every week because that's what's in the news and that's what's important. Um, But at some point, they have to move past this dude. And the stupid thing is Ron DeSantis, nobody likes him anyway, but he's trying to um, cover his bases by saying stuff like, if Trump is convicted, if he's president, he'll pardon Trump in the January 6th insurrectionist. And he's only doing it to get the Trump base. That's the only reason he's doing it. Uh, and I don't even know if he will follow through on it. But that's his attempt. Uh, in case Trump is not able to run, that's his attempt to get that base. And again, we've seen people do anything um, for power. And Trump does have a pretty uh, determined base. So anything he can do to get those extra supporters, he'll do it. Um, and honestly, as people look at how DeSantis is tanking Florida's economy, they would turn away from him too. Uh, all of these racist bills that he's passed are starting to backfire on him, especially the bill concerning immigrants that went into effect this month. Um, Florida lawmakers had to have an emergency meeting last week to encourage uh, business owners to tell their immigrant employees that they're safe and the bill doesn't affect them. It was just a bill to scare new migrants for coming, but the ones that are already there, they're the good ones because they're losing workers. You had immigrants um, walk off jobs from uh, the fields. They don't have anybody to pick the crops. They don't have anybody to build the houses, and their economy is suffering big time. And it's all because of DeSantis and his racist bills that he wants to pass. Uh, And that's what he gets for doing this nonsense. Immigrants are, a lot of them are the backbone of this country. Um, This country was built on the backbone of immigrants, slaves, etc. And for all of the people that keep saying that, know the immigrants are taking people's jobs there are plenty of jobs available now working in the fields and building houses but yet you don't see non-minorities or immigrants jumping to take those jobs so that's what you get for voting for an idiot racist uh and here in texas ken paxton who's the attorney general he was impeached and course Republicans are outraged. Even Marjorie Taylor Greene tweeted that Paxton has led the fight against the corrupt Biden administration and it's a winch hunt and you know how it's wrong that Paxton was impeached but 
what she fails to understand is that he was impeached by Republicans. Republicans hold the Senate and the House here in Texas. So he was impeached by them. So that's, um, it's a witch hunt by Republicans against the Republican. Or maybe he's just corrupt. Maybe so. Uh, but that's just the ignorance that we see on a daily basis from these people. Uh, they did finally pass the debt ceiling bill. Um, so Republicans put us through that nonsense for nothing. And I was kind of on the fence and could have went either way with how it was going to pan out. Uh, because I could see Republicans intentionally taking the economy um, just as a political ploy against Biden. But in reality, money always wins. Uh, my understanding is Kevin McCarthy's um, mega donors who donate to his campaigns millions of dollars, they basically said, look, you can't do this, this going to affect our bottom line. So he made the deal with the Biden administration. And a lot of other Republicans followed suit and supported it and got that done. So, and I don't even know what's in the bill, but, you know, fortunately they did cut Medicare and Medicaid. I think that was part of it, but um, the whole debt ceiling thing is stupid anyway. Um, because it's America paying its bills that have already been uh, spent for money that's already been spent. So it's just making sure that the bills get paid. That That's really what it is. Uh, and a couple other things happened over the past couple of weeks that were very interesting. Um, I saw a video of this young black girl. She was an Uber Eats driver. She dropped off some food to a group of white kids. And when she got the receipt where it says tip, um, they responded with black and no tip. That's what was wrote under the tip line. It just says black. So she confronted them. And she was like, I noticed, you know, you wrote black as a tip. And this kid, I mean, he was so embarrassed. It, him and the whole group of little teenagers, they were so embarrassed that he just kept saying, oh, my friend, he told me to do that, but I can give you money if you want. And that's just the kind of stuff we continue to see on a daily basis, these little microaggressions and things like that. Uh, it, it just continues. And for people that keep saying that racism doesn't exist or if you stop talking about it, it'll go away, that, that's just not the case because no matter what, uh, there are just some people when they see a black person or a minority or an immigrant, they just have to be racist for no reason at all. Um, and then there was a video of a homeless man. Uh, there's a lady I follow out of, I think she's out of L.A., and she does, she gives away food and necessities to the homeless. And um, she has set up, she has like a, a, a van or something where she distributes food and like I said, necessities and things like that. And she was set up and a white guy, a homeless man walked up to her and asked her if he could be served first because he didn't like standing in line with all these black people. And he threatened to call the police if he had to stand in line. And she ripped him a new one and basically told him, your white privilege uh, 
does not go here. That's not something we're going to tolerate here. So you're going to stand in line with everybody else and wait your turn, or you just need to leave. Uh, but the audacity for a homeless person to still think he's better than other homeless people and want to be served first because he didn't want to stand in line with black people. And again, that's just no matter what. Um, you know, I heard somebody say a long time ago, the poorest white man will always think he's better than the richest black man. And I, I think that's true. Um, also, Travis Rudolph, he was found not guilty on all counts in his murder trial earlier this week. And Travis Rudolph is a former Florida State uh, wide receiver who gained national attention several years ago where um, the Florida State football team visited an elementary school and had lunch. And he was pictured sitting with uh, a student who was sitting by himself. So he basically befriended this kind of outcast student. And it became a huge story. Uh, Travis seemed like a really good guy. Him and the young man and the young man's mother, they became really good friends. And uh, I think Travis did go to the NFL, but didn't last. I think he had injuries, so he was out of the NFL. But a girl he was dating or messing with um, is on ring camera at Travis's house and basically assaulting him. Uh, nowhere do you see Travis hit the girl or anything like that. Um, you see her hitting him, though. When she leaves, she texts her brother or relatives and said that she was assaulted and specifically says to go shoot his shit up. So her relatives comes to Travis's house and an altercation ensues. Travis pulls out a gun and starts shooting and end up killing somebody. So he went on trial for murder. Um, fortunately, he was uh, found not guilty on all charges. But I definitely think that the female he was dealing with, she should be charged with something because she's the one that started all of this stuff. She's the one that sent them over there to you know, shoot his house up or whatever it was. And, uh, you know, apparently she got mad because she went through his phone and found that he had been talking to other females or something. And my understanding is that she was legally married, too. Uh, but anyway, um, I'm just glad he was found not guilty uh, and he can hopefully start his life back. But I can't even imagine what he's gone through the past couple of years as he's had to deal with this uh, trial pending. But fortunately, that's over for him and he can move on with his life. Then I saw an interesting video. A husband and a wife got into a heated argument because the husband wanted his grandmother to come live with them. And the wife said, no, no, the grandmother needs to go to a home where she can be taken care of. And initially, I was kind of on the husband's side because I can understand wanting to take care of family. But the more he talked, the less I was on his side, the more I was on the wife's side. Because he starts saying how, you know, that's his family and we have room. But then he started saying, all you need to do is make sure you cook her breakfast by 8 in the morning. Make sure she takes her medicine. And, you know, he started telling the wife all the stuff she would be responsible for. 
as if she did not have a job. And it was like helping her go to the bathroom, help bathe her and all of this stuff. And I'm thinking, how are you going to put that responsibility on her without even telling her first or even talking to her first? You made this decision. And basically the wife was like, I'm not doing that. And she's not, you know, welcome to stay here, but you need to put her in a home where she can be taken care of. And they have uh, twins, young twins as well. So he wanted his grandmother to move in and basically have his wife take care of her. That's, that's foul. You know, and I'm not sure how that ended up, how they resolved that issue, but uh, I think that was just way out of line for him to expect his wife to take on that uh responsibility and he never once mentioned what he would be responsible for in helping his own grandmother so I took the wife's side on that I think she was correct Um, she needs to be in assisted living where she can have you know the care she needs and people that get paid to do that stuff but again I don't know how that ended up Uh, and then I watch a lot of TikTok and I know I've spoken about a guy named Keith Lee before. He does food reviews out of Las Vegas. And Keith seems like a very genuine dude. Um, When he does reviews of places, like part of his appeal is that, again, he seems genuine, but he wants to help small mom and pop restaurants. And the Keith Lee effect is real. If you have a restaurant and he likes your food you better get ready because you're going to be busy for a minute Um, he's helped so many restaurants in Las Vegas um, stay open gain customers all on his recommendation and what I respect about him is that he always says he's going to give his honest opinion and if it's something that he really doesn't like he will preface that with this is my taste buds it's not good to me, but, you know, you try for yourself and you determine on your own. He always says it's his taste. Simple as that. So he doesn't speak for everybody. He speaks on how he personally feels about something. Um, so there's a restaurant called Chicken Fire in Las Vegas that pretty much begged him to come try their food. Um, so eventually he did. And when he got there, the owner was not there. But... Uh, his employees called and told him, so he went back to the store, met Keith. Keith told him straight up, say, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. And he was like, okay, that's fine. You know, we hope you like it. Thank you for coming. So Keith did the review. Didn't really care for the food. I think he gave it a three or four out of ten. And what did the owner do? He made multiple videos saying that he doesn't care what Keith Lee says. He doesn't care about his opinion. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to keep cooking our food. And if it didn't matter, you never would have asked him to come. You know, that's the kind of stuff that irritates me. Um, instead of taking this as a learning experience or even asking, hey, what do you think we could have done differently or trying to learn from the experience, he took it and, you know, he made a video with all some of his employees saying that, we don't even know who this dude is, and uh, we don't really care what he says. We're going to keep doing it the way we're doing it. And it, to me, that's just not good business. That's not being a good leader, especially to make a video with your team saying it doesn't matter. 
you know, what Keith Lee says, his opinion doesn't matter when you're the one that begged him to come in the first place. That, that's just foul to me. Um, and that's not being a good leader. And I think you could have genuinely helped your business by making a video thanking Keith for coming uh, and trying to learn from it to see what could be done better. Because multiple people have gone after the Keith Lee video to judge for themselves. And a lot of them still didn't like it either. So that should tell you something. Instead of trying to learn, you're being stubborn and acting as if everything is perfect. Um, so that's a good learning experience, hopefully, for him. Uh, and I'll be in Vegas in a couple of months, and I definitely want to try some of these places that Keith has recommended uh, because a lot of the food looks really good. So that's my hope, at least. Uh, and let's see, was there anything else? Move to the verbal middle finger for this week. That goes to a Florida resident by the name of Susan Lorenzic. Um, this is a white lady who killed her black neighbor, shot her through the door uh, after she had an altercation with uh, A.J. Owens, who's the, the neighbor. She had an altercation with uh, Miss Owens' kids. Uh, this lady, Susan, has been uh, apparently a known issue throughout the neighborhood and has had an ongoing feud or issue with Miss Owens uh, because she doesn't like Miss Owens' kids playing in a common field around their apartment or where they live. And she's admitted to calling the kids the N-word on multiple occasions. Um, so on this particular day, she yelled at the kids and threw something at one of the kids that hit them. Uh, they told their mom, Miss Owens. Miss Owens went over to confront her and she shot the lady through the door. And initially, of course, she was not arrested. Uh, police talked to her, let her go. But three or four days later, they finally arrested her and charged her with uh, manslaughter, if I'm not mistaken. But it seems like there's been a huge, um, a continued effort to not necessarily arrest people, though, for killing people, and they try to use the standard ground law uh, to their defense, but I don't think it's going to work in this particular instance. But uh, for Susan, you get the verbal middle finger for killing this lady in front of her kids as well, and my understanding is you know, she knew who was at the door, and she was not a threat because the door was closed, so she just shot through the door. Um, you know, I hope she get the prison time she deserves. Uh, and then the quote for this week is, if they're fine without you, be fine without them too. And that could not be a truer statement. So that is it for this week. I'm sure a lot of stuff will pop off by the, the next time I do one especially with this Trump stuff. But until the meantime, thank you for listening. Have a good day. God bless. Peace.